Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Hope everyone is doing really, really well. Feels like forever ago, really, that I did a, a last podcast episode, but it's been just over a week or so. So again, thank you, though, for uh, clicking on this episode. This podcast is available on Google, Apple, Spotify Podcasts, as well as RSS.com. If you pass the podcast along, if you've referred it to anyone or shared the link, however it is that you've done so, thank you ever so much. It really is super, super appreciated. Uh, and yeah, let's dive right into it, because here in episode 33, uh, we're tackling the brand new Marvel film. Film, which has just dropped finally, uh, Eternals, which, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't really have any real thoughts on this when it was announced. I was like, okay, new heroes that we'll you know look forward to seeing on the big screen. I'm sure that you know Marvel, as always, will do a, a pretty tremendous job. And yeah, I mean, it just does what a Marvel film does. I mean, we're obviously going to dive further into it. I might end up splitting this again and going into a bit more spoiler territory towards the end of this podcast. Um, but the film was released on the 5th of November. It's the kind of the film that I've been like waiting to see just to be like, okay, so that's done now. Therefore, I can look forward to Spider-Man No, no Way Home even more so. Um, but directed by Chloe Zhao, um, really has done a you know, pretty okay job. I think that it's it's difficult, really, because when you're bringing in these like new characters, it's always a bit of a concern, especially when you've got this huge universe and huge lore of characters um, that have already been well-established within you know a cinematic universe like the MCU, to then bring in these new uh, these new characters, uh, sorry, that um, yeah have allegedly been around for like seven thousand years or something like that on Earth. After everything that's happened and what we've seen in the MCU, you're a little bit like, well, where have they been this whole time? Um, which was obviously one of the big questions because these Eternals, you know, they're they're like almost like gods, almost like they're they're aliens, but they're you know immortal beings per se, um, you know, very, very powerful. And it's almost like that like you've seen in the trailers, questioning why didn't they help on numerous occasions, in particular, why didn't they help with the Avengers fight Thanos? Um, which I think everyone was asking that question when, when it was announced, like when it was going to fit. We were kind of like, where is this going to go? Like, how, how are they going to explain that? And, you know, they do a pretty decent job explaining it, which we'll go over, um, yeah, in, in just a moment. But I just want to give you the synopsis of the film, obviously, so we can kind of go on what we're talking about. Uh, but 7,000 years ago, the cosmic gods know as Celestials creates a race of immortal aliens known as the Eternals to protect Earth from their evil opposites, the Deviants. When the last Deviants are wiped out, the Eternals go their separate ways, but an event known as the Emergence triggers a family reunion. Yeah, and and yeah, that's that. It's 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 nice this this whole like family element of it because it is kind of like as the film goes on, there's some real good moments and in, in interaction between characters. You know, these characters that have known each other for like seven thousand years, as, as, as we've mentioned already, uh, but they've not seen each other in in well, heavens knows how long. It's been such a long time. They've all gone their separate ways and such, and and so yeah, like the, the, those moments where the interactions are back when they're like, oh yeah, we need to regroup and get everyone back together again. They're you know they're really good moments, and I think that in terms of a cinematic experience, Chloe Zhao has done again a really good job and I'm terribly sorry if I'm mispronouncing her, her name there but I think she has done a good job in, in terms of like you know what we're seeing on screen and the visuals aspect but I think that as a story I don't think it was the best Marvel film and I'm pretty sure that many will probably agree with that I think that it's not, I mean, I think I use the word forgettable to an extent, like not, it's not too forgettable, like I wouldn't say it's, you know, there have been some pretty forgettable Mar Marvel films over the over the years, and particularly MCU ones have had a few dips, like Thor the Dark World, I don't think this is Dark World's territory, because obviously, I mean, let's address the elephant in the room here, this film is kind of splitting people massively down the middle, um, I'm not really too sure why, I think if you're a Marvel fan, there's something to enjoy in this film, I think that if you're a, a huge, you know, if you, if you follow the MCU for as long as as long as I have, as long as many other fans as of as well, um, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, this is just another Marvel film. You know, it's just that it isn't as good as some of the ones that you will see, but 
it's got some great spectacles, some great, you know, set pieces and, and some of the cinematography, like I loved some of the wide shots and silhouette uses that they did in this film. Like, there's so many like, whether it's on like a desert or whatever, and it's like the sun in the background, you can just see someone like Angelina Jolie sat down or something. You can just see obviously the out, you know, the silhouette of, of Angelina Jolie, but it's not, you, you know, the, the, we then cut to like more of a close up. But there was some great, great cinematography, uh, you know, moments in this film such as that. And, and the special effects, obviously a massive round of applause because they looked great. And it's just, again, showing you how far and 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 well how you know we are becoming now with cgi it's, it's getting it's quite scary what they can do these days um but i think the eternals in particular obviously the deviants they look pretty terrifying um and and none of the cgi looked like a mess i mean we've seen you know like for example if you look at like sony's takes with venom and such you know before like venom one in particular i've already mentioned that yeah the, the sequences in that were a bit blurry and even in the second one to an extent there's too much to take in but I think it was all right. This film, I don't think it was like I say. It's not, it's not amazing, and it, but it's not terrible. And, and you can see that from like the the kind of you know critics who have you know kind of panned it. Well, you know it goes without saying the critics have hated it, but the fans have loved it. And I th- I think that if you're a fan of the MCU, you, you'll come out of this being like there's something to like about this film. If not the cast, obviously, then as I say, the cinematography and the action sequences are pretty good. But it does take it's a bit of a slog. Like it's two hours forty. This film, I don't know if it even needed to be that long i get why it's that long because you know when you when you're throwing in like oh there's these ancient aliens that have come down to earth seven thousand years ago what have they been doing for seven thousand years and what have they been up to and and the film has to show us that but they do it in a really genius way if i'm being honest i think that far too many films kind of stick to that same formula that same kind of you know tactic of like right we'll do the whole like lore and background and and show how they became or what you know why they're here now but they mix it up in this film you know they've got so many characters and there's like 10 Eternals or something like that there's so many of these new characters we've got to establish and learn about that they do it in a really nice way of like right well we'll we'll show you so much and then we'll cut back to it later on so like we keep going from like you know so long ago like BC age and then we come back to present day then it's back again to like you know some some kind of like another world disaster or something and and really what I, what I enjoyed the most about this film and, and obviously I'm going to touch upon the cast really is is really like the implications and effects that it has like either psychologically or just how the, these Eternals are dealing with these world affairs this is a world that they've lived on for 7,000 years of course they're going to fall in love with the planet of course there's going to be inner struggles and inner you know fallouts within the group and Barry Keane, who plays Droog as well, you know, he, he kind of portrays that really well. You know, he's got this power to like hypnotize people almost and, and put them under his spell and he can't he can't use it. He can't stop wars from happening, can't stop them. And then of course that's gonna cause friction within the group. And Salma Hayek, who's an amazing actress, obviously playing the leader at Ajak, and you know, the the, the dynamic and that you know the the stance that she has in this over these characters is um yeah, you know, it, it does create more problems really than it does uh, res- resolutions, really. I think it res- doesn't resolve much. I think if anything, it leads us down a path to where we get to in the third act of the film which I probably will touch upon and say more spoiler territory in a moment but this is just primarily just my spoiler free thoughts on this um but yeah so Salma Hayek is fantastic as well but my personal standout of this film uh, was Brian Tyree Henry um absolutely fantastic I just thought he was so compelling I love this character and, and I loved his like almost like heartache of of what he you know does for humanity almost uh, again i'll probably go into a bit more spoiler territory about that but like you know he's the, the damaging like i've already mentioned about how they've lived on this earth for so long but can't fully protect it you know i think if anyone p- portrays that 
you know, brilliantly. It's Brian Tyree Henry in this film. I think he's absolutely amazing. Really, really good. Uh, Gemma Chan as well as Cersei is fantastic. And uh, Richard Madden as well. Great to see him in a Marvel film as, uh, as Icarus. I, you know, those two together, there's a great dynamic there. And nice to see Richard Madden and uh, Kit Harrington share the screen again. Obviously, not, you know, on the back of their uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones spells. Obviously, I think Richard Madden's got a bit of a different experience overall of Game of Thrones and what Kit Harrington had, obviously, finishing it all and getting to the last season, which we're not going to talk about that in this podcast. Uh, but Angelina Jolie, uh, you know, just yeah, always nice. She sells tickets, doesn't she? Let's be honest. But you know, throwing all, you know the rest of the Eternals in there. Lauren Ridloff as well. I, I, I'm, I loved her. Like I've, obviously, she's in she's in the Walking Dead. Um, it's so nice seeing seeing her in 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 a Marvel film as well. And you know, it, it, she's just again just really really great great actress and fantastic again dynamic between the uh, between the rest of the Eternals. But again, like Marvel, just doing this amazing thing of going over different cultures and stuff. And we get to see that as well, you know, with with Kumail Nanjiani as well. Like, again, a massive apologies if I'm pronouncing, pronouncing that name completely wrong. Uh, but again, these other cultures and things that we're exploring at the moment within Marvel has been wonderful, obviously, on the back of Shang-Chi. We get more of this in Eternals. It's just that, you know, with Kingo's character, I, I think that, that, again, the culture aspect of it is amazing. It's just that I wasn't too sure about some of the jokes maybe that were coming in there and also this whole thing of, like, obviously he's a Bollywood actor, so therefore he's filming this, that, and the other. But again, I don't know if that added anything really extra to the film yeah we got a good few laughs with Harish Patel as well who was <laughs> pretty good in fairness in this but I don't know like it just sometimes took me out of it a little bit but um it's just the film's a slog like it just feels so like there's so many long films coming out at the moment obviously Dune came out Bond as well both of those about two hours 30 two hours 40 and this one as well two hours 40 that I did find myself getting a bit uncomfortable and, and not really like invested in this film um just because at times it was quite a slow burner um and then obviously we get to the third act and and yes we do get to see some fantastic spectacles and some fantastic twists I would say I think there's some there's some good character development in that third act it just I don't know, it just kind of just goes from, from one extreme to the other, really. And I guess this is now a time to kind of go over a little bit more spoiler, spoiler territory. So if you've not seen the film as of yet, obviously you can turn away now and come back to it at a later date. Um, as a whole, obviously, just to quickly sort of before I do get into the spoiler territory, I think the film was okay as a Marvel film. I think that it could have been better, absolutely could have been better. Um, but I think, to you know, in terms of bringing in these new characters, they, you know, Chloe you know Chloe Zhao has done a, has done a pretty good job. And, and I think the writers and such have, have, you know, in terms of how to show this story and present these 10 Eternals and to show how much, you know, they've they've seen and gone through over the last 7,000 or whatever years it is that they've been on Earth. Um, you know, they, they had a, they had quite a job to do. Uh, and, and I think that it's to some level they did a really good job with it. Like I've mentioned, I loved seeing how they've kind of moulded into society almost and how they were, you know, part of maybe some of the world's problems, really, in, in the sense of, you know, world destructions and how they couldn't even intervene, really, uh, because of, you know, their their purpose, their goal and such, and, you know, and, and you know, the, the Celestials kind of having that hold on them, which, again, we'll come into a second, but I just think there was just, it wasn't as gripping as some of the other films. Like, the, the scale of this film is massive, like, really big, um, but it just didn't, I don't know, just didn't live up to... Uh, well, I, I was I can't really say live up to the hype because for me on a personal level I didn't have too much hype for it. I was like, oh, I'll go see it. Of course, I'll go see it. It's a Marvel film, but I think it just did the job. So I'll give you the score now before I jump into to spoiler territory. I think I'm just going to give this a six and a half out of ten. Um, yeah, just just all right, really. Um, but like, yeah, we'll we'll come into the spoilers now. So again, if you've not caught it yet, turn off now. Last warning. 
Um, so yeah, really like this this emergence fiasco and like the the end of the world in that sense. I think that for me, like I've just said, just prior to you know coming into this spoiler territory, like the scale is massive. Like it's so big. Like these celestials that essentially have have, have created the Eternals and deviants for that fact. Um, you know to to get like the 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 right time basically for these emergence to to come up and 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 you know destroy earth so that other worlds could continue um that's a big deal like that is a big deal uh, I, i'm paraphrasing there by the way there's more to it than just like oh yeah that's that's that but it is a case of these celestials will will come out of the earth's core almost and destroy this planet so they can create other other worlds like when you compare that to thanos wiping out 50 percent of the planet i'm like really like so this these guys then the celestials are just way more important and way bigger deal than thanos ever was really like i know that thanos was a mad titan he had a goal he wanted to wipe out 50 percent of the earth but we're talking about beings that want to destroy literally destroy the earth so they can i just i don't i don't know sometimes this is when i kind of lose lose a little bit of i don't know i get a bit fatigued with marvel because i think that how how much bigger is it going to get i mean i know we've got spider-man no way home coming out but that's like spider-man's story like this is like he yeah he's got to, he's gonna to have to save the world again but we're also getting characters from other multiverse and stuff coming into it and the multiverse is going to be a big factor and and i was thinking in the film last night how i did the podcast about loki and how like I felt that that had changed the course of Marvel and the MCU for, for well, obviously for the better, but obviously for the future and such, uh, you know, by bringing in Kang and, and so on. And like, you know, the timelines breaking and such, whereas I don't know, it kind of like felt like, well, the Celestials are much bigger than that. Like does, does, as, 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 you know, has Kang seen any of this like, as, as the watcher, you know I mean? I, I don't know anymore. Like I just feel a little bit like lost with it. And this is why I get a bit fatigued with Marvel and, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, know, I just felt like it was a bit okay. Fair enough. That's that's pretty 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 big deal. Um, the other twist, obviously, within this film is is pretty much that Richard Madden's character Icarus, who obviously is he he has his own goals. That's the thing in this film. Every character has their own, you know, goals. You know what motivates them to to do and 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 to live almost like you know Brian Tyree Henry. You know his character. You know he's he's kind of given up on on well not given up on 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 helping the the the. The people well yeah to an extent he has given up helping humans because he was the one that kind of essentially gave them the the, the ability to create the the atomic bomb uh, and so forth that you know took on for more world of disasters so he's obviously settled down in a quiet life and just wants to live out you know the rest of his days or with his family peacefully uh, whereas like characters like Icarus and you know who's who's known all along the plan was for these Eternals to come down to take out the deviants as much as they possibly can before the emergence would start and destroy the earth like he's then saying well this is my goal I've got to take on and, and stop anyone that's going to stop me. And obviously, because the Eternals find this out themselves, and they're like, "Well, we we need to stop these Celestials from destroying this planet because we love this planet." Richard Madden then obviously becomes the villain of the piece, and that's one of the things that I didn't quite not not necessarily not enjoy about the film, but I felt that there wasn't actually a main villain. Yeah, fair enough. You know, we we had the uh, deviants and such, but I just felt that that twist with Richard Madden it was just a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just. I can I can get I get it I believe it's believable don't get me wrong like he's he's in the days an alien he's been he's been created to to have this this purpose and even even Sam Hayat's character Ajax didn't want this to happen but he's like somehow it's become his only purpose and therefore I don't know it just leads to a bit of a messy clunky third act of the film really but again though even though that happens there's some really really great spectacles and some great sequences in the film some great you know character moments and. Yeah, it's just it's, it's it was fine. It just it just felt like I say the scale was massive for what it was. Really, is a bit of a long film, and I just found myself at times just 
not bored, but just like, yeah, okay, fair enough. I see what he did there, but mm, okay. And, and you know, we, we definitely obviously will end up getting more Eternals in the future, whether they'll team up with the Avengers and such, who knows. But yeah, it was it was just fine. Like, I, I felt that it, it could have been better. Um, and yeah, the, the couple of post-credit scenes are setting us up again for some some new characters coming into the MCU, which is definitely very much needed. I, I, this is the thing, like, I'm not like against bringing in these new characters but sometimes i do think we're spending all this time going over some of these characters can't we like get the x-men in yet like what's going on <laughs> but still by the by it was fine but i would definitely give it a six and a half out of ten this film i think that eternals for what it is just an enjoyable marvel film it's not anything at all like you know blow mind-blowingly amazing or whatever from what we've seen before like i think you know for on like a to compare it like shang chi is is a far superior film to this for me um but yeah eternals does what it does brings in these new characters some great performance in there Gemma chan amazing angelina jolie what can you say about angelina jolie really good stuff as well also love the relationship uh, between angelina jolie and gilgamesh um really really good so that that again those kind of like human touches there between them both were really 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 lovely but overall very great ensemble, some great performances, some great, I say, culture that we've come across as well. I loved seeing all the aspects of like the world's, you know, the the worldly um, problems and 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 destructions and such that the the Eternals either played a, played a part in minorly, you know, what I mean, on a minor scale, or even you know, just had to like kind of sit back and watch kind of thing. But I don't know, it just just wasn't just wasn't amazing. But yeah, six and a half for me, I think, is a fair score for Eternals. But if you've seen it, let me know what your thoughts are as well. Um, yeah, it's 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 just one of those, isn't it? It's now we're on we're on course though for the for the spidey film which i'm super 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 excited for i was kind of hoping that we were going to get some kind of like link or something with the multiverse and such in the post credit sequence but alas it wasn't to be but still we still got that to look forward to in december i am super excited for the new marvel uh, for the new spidey film so yes don't forget to jump onto Facebook and search Joe Blogs about films. Find the Facebook page where I post regularly as to what podcast is up and when. But thank you, as always, for listening to this episode. It's been episode 33 on The Eternals. Really is just one of those Marvel films. You're like, yeah, okay, fair enough. But again, let me know your thoughts. Massive thank you again for listening. Until next time, take care. <laughs>